This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Here's the pitch, and Pages swings and misses. Strike three. Yuki Matsui in his Padre debut strikes out the side in order. Yeah, pretty good debut for Yuki Matsui. Not so much for the Padres today, though, in their spring training opener. They are uh, roughed up, as it were, by the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers. 14-1 to was the final score. Yikes. Uh, Dodgers got eight runs in the first inning. Joe Musgrove faced four hitters, uh, gave up a, a walk, a hit, a hit batter, and a double. Uh, that was it for Joe today. All four runs came in to score. Four more were tacked on against uh, a couple of minor league arms, and uh, the Dodgers were well on their way to that 14-1 to win. But Yuki Matsui uh, did provide a highlight, striking out the side in his spring training debut. The free agent uh, lefty signed from Japan, making a, a good first impression today. Jay Cronenworth homered for the Padres' lone run today. He hit it off left-hander Alex Vesia. A hanging inside changeup from Vesia. Be honest, Cronenworth should hit that pitch out of the ballpark. But after the season Jake had last year, it's a good way to start, certainly. Uh, Chris Ello here. Sammy Levitt is uh, in Peoria today. Tony Gwynn Jr., of course, working the opener with Jesse Agler today on the radio. Matt Scraby's also off. And, Sammy, we're talking about where would Matt Scraby need to be on the day of the spring training opener, right, right, but uh, he had a family and I, thing. And I, okay, he had I a family he's been thing. Tweeting See, today. Sorry, it's been tweeting. Today. Oh, I know. He can't stay away from it. Uh, he's in the he's in the Bay Area. His sister had to do something important, and so he had to take care of the kids. Okay, that's where Scraby is taking care of kids. Good one guy, Scraby. One big kid taking care of two little kids. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have Scraby back on Monday. No Scraby Chronicles today unless Adam Klug wants to fill in from 6 to 7. 
Not getting a response, so I'm assuming that's a no. Uh, Mike Schilt talking about the performance of Yuki Matsui today in his Padre debut. Schilt saying some good things, I imagine. Still ran out against some of their better guys. Everything was crisp, worked ahead, late, good life on his fastball. It was a good debut. Joe, just getting through it. Yeah, you know, I mean, listen, nobody's going to make excuses, of course, Joe, but um, we do have to recognize his first big league game he's pitched in since July 28th. So, um, you know, went out there and around the plate. Just not his day. Oh, he's fantastic. I mean, you know, listen, ball players just get it done, man. He just found a way to get it done, made the diving play, made the play against the wall in the sun. That's not an easy play. He made it look relatively easy and just found a way to get it done. It looked great. Where's the music, Adam? We don't get music with that sound clip? Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Uh, Gavin Lux, (laughs) Chris Owings. And uh, somebody named Pages, who was a pinch hitter, were those that uh, Matsui struck out today. Yeah, and uh, I, I missed the very beginning of what Mike Schilt said about Yuki Matsui because, as I said, uh, it just was not was not prepared there down on the field. It had been a while. Since oh, you that, that was your sound clip. Yes, it I was. See. Uh, right, I think it was uh, fine. So that was my that was my first uh, uh, post game spring training media scrum. So things were a little all over the place, but you got the gist of what he said about Yuki Matsui. And it was very impressive. I mean, everything was working. Matsui. Uh, said after the game he was really using that slider and, and he said he was a little bit nervous before uh before uh the game and uh but he, he obviously did really really well so good for him and uh certainly uh some good stuff and uh, did he go from here did he um i'm looking at the play-by-play on on paper here it says gavin lux first pitch foul ball second pitch strike third pitch strike three sw- swinging chris owings strike Foul ball, third pitch, strike swinging. Pages, strike, foul ball, strikeout swinging. Is that not an immaculate inning? Nine pitches, three strikeouts? Uh, if it's on, yeah. I mean, it would be. That's what it says here. Okay. I, 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 I nobody's now, reported it as immaculate inning yet, well, so I don't want to jump the gun. But I believe if you get three strikeouts yeah. and nine pitches... As he did, that's referred to as an immaculate inning. And according to the play-by-play sheet I'm looking at, he did not throw a single ball. Interesting. Interesting. Because two things on it. Number one, I haven't seen anybody say it. Right. You would think somebody would say it. The reason I'm not sure, to be totally honest, is that I didn't see Yuki Matsui pitch with my own two eyes today because I was – off doing some other stuff sure. and trying to get some interviews. You know how this works. Yeah, too. Training. No, I guys, do. Guys are, guys are talking during the game. Yes, there's so, so much going not, on. Yeah, you're not yeah. always watching the game. So I didn't see it. Now, I could, during one of these commercials, go back and look. I think I recorded the, the telecast and go back and look, but yeah, that's interesting. But according I, but to – What's the, weird about it is I, I didn't see anybody, like, say that or tweet right. that you or think anything. somebody would have tweeted that out you if would it was. Think, Yes, if he really, think. you know, if he really did, you know, go down all three like that, that, you know, nine pitches, et cetera, it would have been recorded by somebody somewhere. But yeah. I don't I don't see it. So no, all I, I see, see is the either. fact that he had each each hitter that he struck out is credited with seeing only three pitches. So, all right, yeah. something to throw out there. I'm sure somebody will tweet us or send us something in the chat and. 
update us on whether or not that was or could have been an immaculate inning for Matsui. I kind of hope it wasn't an immaculate inning because then there's you can't Bar go better than so that. High. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the next time he throws a ball, everybody's going to be like, hey, what's the matter with this guy? Uh, hey, good news for uh, former Aztec, uh, punter Matt Ariza. And, I mean, this is a guy that can use some good news. After what he was dragged through, uh, you remember the story, alleged uh, involved in a rape of a 17-year-old girl in 2021. Ariza was drafted into the National Football League by the Buffalo Bills. But he never played in a game. He was released in the summer of 2022, shortly after he was named in the lawsuit. His name was dragged through the mud. It was basically he was criticized in all corners all around the country and media and people rushing to judgment. Um, And then it was found that the whole thing was basically not even basically. It was just found that everything was untrue. Right. I mean, he didn't. He didn't do anything, uh, at least nothing uh, that was alleged. And so Matt Ariza, the suit was the lawsuit was dropped, et cetera. And uh, Ariza was basically a free man. The question was, when is somebody going to give him a chance to punt again? And the Kansas City Chiefs have done that. Uh, the Super yep. Bowl champ signing Matt Ariza to a contract today. Apparently, Tommy Townsend, who has been the uh, Chiefs punter the last four years, is going to be an unrestricted free agent. So the Chiefs will need a punter. Uh, Rise is going to get the opportunity uh, with the Super Bowl champions. Uh, Matt Ariza saying in a statement released through his agent today, I am proud and honored to sign a contract with the Chiefs. Thrilled to be able to continue my NFL career. I want to thank my family who have been my rock and my many friends who have been unwavering in their support. I am excited to begin the next phase of my career with the Super Bowl champs. This is a guy I think you can root for. Because, I mean, just imagine, Sammy, having your entire life ripped away from you by something, an alleged something that you know you didn't do. And you're screaming to the heavens, hey, I didn't do this. And yet everybody just judge and jury basically takes your life away from you and drags your name through the mud for a couple of years. Uh, and the fact that, you know, he was clear to the of any wrongdoing was one thing. But, you know, this kid wants to go back and punt. And he was the punt god in college at San State. Yeah. I mean, this guy was, you know, All-American. He was knocking 80-yard punts. So hopefully he can... Uh, he can make it with the Kansas City Chiefs and get involved and get going in his NFL career. That would be great. He's only 23 years old, so there's plenty of time right. for Matt Ariza to turn this around. This is really good news. Uh, some other okay news from Chicago regarding Hall of Fame great Steve McMichael. Uh, he had a, uh, a horrible staph infection and uh, was in critical condition. McMichael was part of the uh, great famed uh, Bears 46 defense during the 1985 Super Bowl season. But he is apparently going to spend one more night in the hospital tonight and hopefully going to be able to go home tomorrow. 66 years old. He was uh, diagnosed with ALS three years ago. 
And then the uh, urinary tract infection, which uh, came a staph infection, and things were look were, were very touch and go there for a little while with Steve McMichael. Hopefully, he's going to be okay and uh, recover from this latest situation. All right, so Sammy, w- give me uh, like if I didn't ask you any questions, what would you talk about for today's Padre game? What would you what would you mm-hmm. offer up? <laughs> what would I offer up out of today's game? Um, okay, so let's go through it sort of chronologically. Um, Joe Musgrove, obviously not his finest outing. Um, I don't How many pitches did he, did he throw? 25 pitches, I heard? Well, I'm looking at he was 25. The, does the box score here not have number of pitches? The box score doesn't have it possible? online, so unless you have a different mm. box score than I do. Yeah. No, I'm looking at the MLB box oh. score. I don't see it either. Um, okay. Yeah, you know what? The, the spring training games, it's its not – I don't want to say this for sure, but during the regular season in Major League Baseball, a lot of this stuff is is automated. Not all of it, but it's automated, and there's TrackMan, there's uh, Hawkeye, there's all these technologies that do all this stuff, and we get all this information about every pitch and every play in yeah. the entire game. Spring training – tends to be a lot more basic where I think a lot of this is done manually. So I don't see a pitch count. Um, he faced four batters. We know that. Um, look, sure. so that's, that's the, that, that's, um, you know, obviously the, the first item of business, look, it wasn't a great outing. I think Mike Schope made a really good point, as I said earlier, to note that it was his first time in a quote unquote major league game since last summer, because he, he was shut down ultimately with the, the shoulder issue. So you have to give him some grace, and let's be honest, who cares? It's spring training, and let's see what he looks like the next time out and the next time out and the next time out. I I cannot make a big deal out of what happened with Joe today whatsoever. I just can't. So that's theme number one. Uh, I would say item number two, Yuki Matsui looked great, and I didn't hear the clip, but apparently Gavin Lux on the Dodgers telecast talked about how how good he looked, and it looked like the the slider was sliding, and and he was getting swings and misses, which is what you want to see. You want to see swings and misses. You want to see weak contact, and he struck out the side. Um, I don't believe I'm now seeing, Chris, I I don't think it was immaculate in anything, and and again, we can't see the... the, We can't confirm or deny that at this point. Yes, I have to watch the broadcast again. So that's number two. Jake Cronenworth, the home run, that's uh, that's great to see. Uh, look, obviously it's a big year for Jake, uh, one that you would really like to see him have a bounce back year. And look, I, I know I had a sit-down, well, not a sit-down, but a one-on-one interview with him a couple of days ago, and, and he's talked a lot early this spring about the changes uh, he's made, about putting in a lot of work during the offseason, about you know learning about himself, learning from other players, applying it to himself. He's clearly made some changes with his stance and with the how he's his pre-pitch if, if you look as bad it's more parallel to the ground now where if you look last year it was a little bit more upright so there are some subtle differences that you can already tell and hey you hope the results are good and today he hit a home run against the guy in alex vesia who he just tends to hit really well <laughs> because uh, of course vesia was the same guy he had the big hit in game four of the nlds against oh wow i hadn't made that connection sammy very good vesia yes that's why we bring you on that's why we bring you in for (laughs) little you know little touches like that yes nice so jay cronenworth uh he he, uh, does well against alex vesia so i would say i would say those three things really uh are the main takeaways from today um 
I thought Nathan Martorella had a good piece of hitting. It was nice to see Ethan Salas out there. Oh, I would also say a, a big takeaway from today would be Jackson Merrill, of yes, course. Yes, I mean, right, look, good, yeah. You know, it's tough. It's tough because you're trying to make, like, big um, – Big statements on really small sample size. And the reality is, is Jackson Merrill had two chances in left field. He right. had and sort of a, a sink, a, yes, a sinking liner off the bat of Mookie Betts, which he made a really nice play on. That could have been a tough, a tough ball. Uh, and then one going back, which wasn't super, super, super routine, but he went back nicely on it, lined it up the whole way and made the catch. So, uh, you know, he looked good out there. That's all you can ask for. And I thought, and you played what he said after the game, look, he, He's a good interview. He's jazzed up about it. He was. He kept saying he was juiced up for the game, and, and he's ready for the opportunity. There, There's no part of him out there, at least by what he says, that, that you feel like he's unsure about it. It seems like he's like, let's go. Hey, they want me out there. I'm a baseball player. Let's go do it. So I was seeing some of the reaction to his post game online, and, and people like really like the way he, he talks and, and interacts and um, you know, it's kind of kind of reacting to this whole process. And, and those would be the takeaways. I would say this too, Chris, you know, there's been so much made of uh, of the defense and the transition to the outfield. But but I do think it's important to note with Merrill that at the end of the day, it's going to be about can he hit major league pitching at the age he is and with the experience he has, right? I mean, let, let's be honest. That's what it's really going to be about, and I, I don't think that should be lost in the shuffle. Um, and, look, we may not have a real answer on that until the regular season starts and if he's on this this uh, opening day roster and if he's playing almost every day. But th- that's, to me, as much of, if not the much bigger part of all this that I think we have to keep in mind. The offensive side of it is is mighty important. You don't want him to be a liability in left field or center field or wherever he is, but uh, he's got a hit, and uh, certainly if he can play good enough defense, uh, you'll take that too. Sam Levitt in Peoria. I believe Tony Gwynn Jr. will be joining us shortly from Peoria. We'll take a quick break, check a little traffic. 14-1 to 1 was the score. Dodgers on the Padres today. Finishing up, Gwen and Chris, we got a little while to go. Stick around after a check of traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. 523 is the time. Chris Ello. And, uh, well, it's a cast of uh, many today. Tony Gwynn Jr., going to be joining us is joining us he has uh, made it uh, to peoria arizona of course he was on the call today with jesse agler sammy levitt is also on the program today from peoria it all uh, comes up in the wake of a uh, padre loss in the spring training opener the score if you haven't heard it yet it's not fair 14-1 yeah okay let's move past that tony welcome to baseball 2024. Yeah. Never mind the result today. I'm just sure it was wonderful to be out there and see the grand old game again. It was. It's always fun to um, be able to watch some baseball uh, and see the teams in uniform and on the freshly cut grass and all that. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was. It was a. It was a. It's been a long day, but certainly uh, not bad when you get to watch some, some baseball. Yeah, you said it was good to see them in uniform, even the uh, the see-through uniforms of Major League Baseball. Now, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the photos floating around. Yes, I right have. Now. Yes, I uh, have. I'm sure these are the type of photos that gets Major League Baseball to move a little bit quicker. Yeah, they're going to have to do something. Uh, Tony Clark, uh, the uh, MLBPA executive director said uh, it's disappointing that we've landed in a place where the uniforms are the topic of discussion. But he said each conversation with the guys is yielding more information with what we're seeing. And uh, I don't think any of the players are saying anything nice about these uniforms. So we'll see. I think think for the most part, uh, most of the Padres wore like their old pants today. I don't – I didn't see – I think most of the guys elected to – to go to forego the sheer look yes. and went with last year's uh, <laughs> regular pants. Well, we yeah, saw I, one I was... player who uh, did have the sheer look, and it was much too sheer for my eyes, and I think for everybody's eyes. You know, I was I was going to say um, earlier today I got in the inside the clubhouse uh, a lesson, and I I know there are a lot of old pants still floating around because I got a lesson on how you tell the difference between the old pants and the new pants because apparently the old pants, the belt loops are, like, straight up and down. Yeah. yeah. And the new pants, the, I haven't seen the new pants, the belt loops up close, but apparently they're, like, slanted. They're so slanted. There are, I've seen a lot of old pants. So yeah. I don't know who was wearing what today, but apparently I, a lot I, of old I, pants are still floating I, around. I'll tell you what, you know, you know, Baseball players are very particular about their pants. This is like a, this has been an ongoing thing for a long period of time. Um, you know, guys want the pants to fit right. Although the look have changed, the importance of the pant is still is still very high. And yeah. so, um, I, I imagine these guys who are who are creatures of habit are not filling these pants at all. The the slanted uh, belt loops. Yeah. That, 
that that just doesn't doesn't help anything. <laughs> Tony, were you a um, Tony? I don't have a photo with me uh, handy. Were you a uh, pant when you wore your pants? Did you wear the ones around your ankles, or did you wear the the high ones underneath the kneecap? Which which I, did I you did, prefer? I did both. I did. You did on, both. On, okay. On day games, I you know it was a tribute to Jackie Robinson. I wore my uh, pants to kind of the the knickers, the high ones, right the, under the knee, yeah, under the knee. So I went with those. But on night games, most of the time I wore you know the longer, the longer pants. version. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Sammy? During your professional career, what pants did you wear? <laughs> my professional career, as in my freshman year of high school. Yes. I, well, we 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 didn't have multiple types of. Uh, I know we didn't have choices choose when from. I played. That's right, Sammy. No, you hit it on the head. The I had no choice. I wore it under the knees. Yeah. And I uh, had to wear the uh, baseball socks because there was yeah. no other alternative back in those days. Yeah, we, um, we didn't have many choices uh, on the Hewlett High School Bulldogs baseball <laughs> team. But I Who was it? Hewlett? Hewlett? Hewlett High School H-E-W-L-I-T-T? Bulldogs. H-E-W-L-I-T-T? Hewlett? H-E-W-L-E-T-T. Oh, L-E-T-T. My, yes. par- my apologies. Um, I, I used to, although when I did play, I used to... The pants were long. They weren't super long, but they did go down to your ankles, and I would roll them up and, oh, and show lots okay. of the socks. So. See, it, it, it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny, depending on the era that you were in, right? Uh, now it's a European cut, so the pants are a little more fitting, a little more a little more form fitting nowadays. Right. It was a, right. back when I was playing. It was a fight to get the longest pants that had some room in it, and so if you know, my I got sent down quite a bit. Best believe my big league pants went down went down there with me because right. the pants in the minor leagues just wasn't going to cut it for me. So ah well pants are and, pants and are you know a big what, deal. Well, yeah, they're a big Tony, topic right cr- now. I mean that's yeah, it. And, you know that's what everybody's Tony, talking correct about. Me if I'm wrong, Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't isn't the tailoring? I, I heard somebody say this recently. Isn't the tailoring of the pants in the big leagues like? A perk, a big deal, right? Huge like perk. they'll really the f- get them right in the way the f- in the minor leagues they would never get them like that. Let me tell you, the, my first year in big league camp, I, you know, I was a little, I was, you know, I was very afraid of the the vets, right? So when you go in there and they got the tailor and they're asking you about your length, the inseam, right. like, was like, I was like inseam, what is that? I, <laughs> we don't, we don't get inseam down there. Yeah. And so and so you can get it, you know, fit. You, you know, before in the minor leagues, if you want the big pants. That means you had to have the big waist. So, uh, you know, you catch me out there with a 40 waist, even though I, I have like a 33 because I wanted those pants. You get to the big leagues, now you can get the same length, and now you get it tailored to your waist. This, it, is a, right. it is a big league perk for sure. Wow. All right. That's Here's good. my question. Here's my question. One more thing on the pants. Okay. If I'm Nike and I just, you know, paid a lot of money to be the, the, the uniform sponsor, I don't know how I then hand that off to Phonetics to then actually do the uniform. Right. You know, I, I, they put their patch on it, but they're not the ones that are actually making the uniform. And I, I just is mind-blowing to me now because you know who's going to – nobody's going to think about Phonetics actually doing it. They're just going to see the name Nike. Right, Nike's going to take all they're the gonna heat. Take the, they're going to take all the heat for this. Yeah, I'm surprised. I mean, a company like Nike doesn't yeah. normally find itself in this situation, but this is a – I mean, honestly, the last couple of years, the big discussion during spring training, rules changes, right? right. You know, uh, right. Sh- uh, you know, balls and strikes, clocks, and, 
you know, pitch counts and all kinds of things. This year, honestly, the pants are the main yeah. dis- topic of discussion as we start spring training. All right, we'll, t- we'll step aside. I want to get Tony's thoughts on opening day with the Padres and Dodgers today, what he saw out there in Peoria. We'll do that when we come back. More Gwen and Chris headed your way. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Rolling along on uh, Gwen and Chris. Good show today with everybody contributing from all corners of the globe. 5.37 is the time. Bryce Miller joined us earlier from Peoria. He's with the Padres, uh, San Diego Union Tribune's fine columnist, and uh, we're happy to report. Tony, I don't know if you uh, have run into Bryce Miller yet, but uh, he says he's cancer-free. His chemotherapy went well, and uh, he's feeling great. So uh, we were able to... uh, catch up with him a little earlier and get that really good news out there. He'd written about that in a column last year about the uh, cancer. And uh, sounds like everything's okay with Bryce Miller, at least right now, moving forward. So I know you're you're friends with Bryce and uh, happy to hear that news as well. Can you guys hear me? Yep. Okay, yeah. Uh, I I know last time we had him on, um, I had asked him about, how he was feeling what you know he, he at that point he, he was kind of you could tell he was hesitant to really talk about it i, I don't know if it was because he didn't want to jinx himself but yeah that is awesome news for, for bryce man I'm, I'm happy for him yeah and uh that's the best news uh, we've had all day for sure sam levitt is also with us in peoria today adam klug has been manning the board tony you missed it adam klug a little earlier today as the uh master of ceremonies for chris versus the fans did a very nice job and you know so much not to drop the ball adam nice work buddy he was there he was on top of it tony my strategy for the round three question and how badly i failed at it (laughs) what was your so i looked at the questions and i thought they were fairly tough but i'm like i'm trying to choose the question that i think chris has the best chance to get wrong right so that to help the caller out and so I picked the question, and Chris goes, well, that was easy. Like, got it immediately. Like, the See, caller didn't get it right. He had no clue. The, the, what, you'll, what, you'll learn, what you'll learn if you get to do this a little bit more often is uh, Chris will slow play you. Like, he'll act as though he My does My point is he didn't even <laughs> slow play. He just, <laughs> he, just, he just went right to it. Yeah. yeah. That was probably a bad question to pick then. Yeah. Can, can, you want to run this one by Tony? Uh, I don't think anybody knows that one, honestly. Right. I think even people in St. Louis don't know that they were the first U.S. city to host the Olympics. So somehow I in know 1904. that. In uh, 1904. Yeah, I, I, I purposely skipped over that one the last time we played. Yeah. It's good. I, I knew it, and uh, as, I told, uh, as I told Adam at the time, Tony, had you and Scraby been here, you guys would have kidded that I was there for the opening ceremony. So. <laughs> 
to be to be fair, Scraby would have definitely have said he would have that definitely mentioned that. Yes. Uh, all right. Some of your thoughts on the uh, opening day today, Tony. I mean, I think the obvious stuff was Musgrove struggling a little bit, Cronenworth homers, and Yuki Matsui wows him with that uh, strikeout the side inning. Uh, we'll start with Joe, um, I, and I said this on I said this during the game when when a, a starter like him, like Joe, who is 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 depends so heavily on spin. Mm-hmm. That's just not something that you know this earlier in spring that you're go- it's going to be crisp. And you it, and it wasn't just Joe. It really outside of uh, of Yuki, everybody who threw breaking balls for the most part hung one or two, and they all got hit. And so. Um, it's different for a guy who maybe is a fastball changeup guy, occasional breaking ball. You're, you got a little more command, a little more feel for those pitches. With spin, it, it can be it can be a little rocky sometimes. And I think we've seen this from Joe early in spring as he uh, goes through his checklist. Joe is very um, meticulous in how he wants to build up for the season, and there are a certain amount of boxes that he wants to check. And I promise you, none of them really have to do with getting outs at this point. It's more about feel. It's more about location, where he's putting the ball. I think as we get towards the the back end, outs obviously starts to factor in there a little bit more. But I wasn't discouraged from what I saw from Joe. I, I know what he's doing in terms of um, the offense. Uh, you know, it's, it's you know, it's going to be. It's sometimes it's going to be like this. The Dodgers jumped out early. They 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 were helped by some some walks and um, some you know not being able to command the baseball. But as you know, it's hard to really even after a full spring training, it's hard to put a lot of stock into numbers and what you're seeing. But certainly in the first game, um, wasn't great for the Padres. It was great for the Dodgers on their end. And you know you chalk it up and get ready for tomorrow's game. Move on to another one. Uh, we had Sam Levitt. Talking a little bit about uh, Cronenworth and uh, how he's made some changes. I noticed. Uh, I Tony, what did you notice? Yeah, I was going to ask you what you saw. His hand position is different than it was in the past. I think he's got his hands a little bit higher. Um, and, and he does it. And I think my guess, I haven't talked to, to, to Jake yet because I haven't been in the locker room yet. But uh, my guess is that he's trying to eliminate movement that he doesn't necessarily need. So he's starting the hands closer to where he, he wants to finish, and it's really just kind of cocking it in a position so that he can uh, take the take the right take the swing that he wants. Uh, that's what I noticed. Now, I'll confirm that, or I'll tell you it wasn't accurate tomorrow when I see him and ask him about it, but certainly when you make an adjustment or you, you're trying to make an adjustment and you get a, a good result right away, it only pours into the confidence that, it's the right adjustment to make. So, you know, obviously going deep uh, in the first spring training game, I think will go a long way to whatever he's, whatever adjustment he's trying to make. Uh, not to be in, and I don't mean in a negative way in any way, uh, the pitch he hit, Tony, I don't know if you saw it, but it looked like a hanging changeup on the inside of the plate, something off speed. That seems like a pitch a lefty on lefty should put a good swing on. Yes. Yeah, if it was, I don't know what the pitch was. If it indeed was a changeup, yes, this is that is the danger of throwing lefty on lefty changeup. But right. you see it more and more in today's games. Guys are who are comfortable with the changeup will throw it to lefties and righties. But uh, regardless of where the pitch was, first day of spring, you made an adjustment, you get a good result. 
You take it no matter how it comes. How about Yuki Matsui? I mean, that's uh, that's a good way to start, right? That's going to put a good thought in everybody's head. Absolutely. I mean, uh, he, he there wasn't much to really talk about. He mowed through the three yeah. guys he faced. <laughs> uh, Gavin Lux, I saw him talking about it. He, he certainly was impressed. Now, obviously, Gavin literally hasn't played baseball since about a year ago today almost when he tore his, uh, his knee up at, at uh, the Peoria Complex. So, I mean, he's rusty, but it wasn't just him that, <laughs> that Yuki Matsui made look bad. It was about two other guys in that, that lineup that didn't get good swings off at all. It, right now it's tough to tell whether the 82 is the breaking ball or it's the, or it's the split. He was throwing 82, 86, and then he was running it up there 94, 95. He, he said I saw a, after, I saw a, I saw a seventy seventh in there as well. I think that was the curveball he threw. The only thing I'll say, Tony, is is Yuki said afterwards that he was using the slider a lot. Okay, that's what um, I thought. I, I'm gonna. That's what I thought. Yeah, he's he said slider because I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't see a pitch he threw because I was out trying to get Joe Musgrove afterwards. Which, by the way, long story. I ended up missing because I. I was in the wrong spot, and uh, our, our beat writer friends did not bother to text me to get me into the right spot. There was hey, miscommunication. It's, it's, spring, it's spring training for you, too, man. It's all good. Yes, yes. Wait a second. Um, Somebody called Joe Musgrove because he's a nice enough guy. He'll come back to the complex and visit with you if you'd like, Sam. You know Joe. He probably would. Yeah, So, would so But long story, long story short, I didn't see a single pitch he threw, but I was there when Yuki talked afterwards, and he did say that, he was using the slider when when we asked him about the breaking pitch in particular, what he was using. So I don't know for that, sure, but he did say slider. I know he threw one curveball. It was tough to tell if it was the slider or split, but you, his words mm. kind of confirmed what I thought it yeah. was, and that was the slider. He, he threw it to Lux. I think he struck Lux out on a slider. I think he struck uh, another guy out on the slider. I can't remember who it was uh, the, for the last out of the inning. He looked really, really good, really good. Well, we might we might we might end up having uh, another competition that we yeah. didn't necessarily anticipate in the back end if if Matsui's going to continue to look like that. Yeah, and what I had Tony and I we did we didn't get this confirmed or denied, but since nobody tweeted it out, I'm assuming it's not correct. But having said that, the ESPN box score of play by play indicates that he didn't throw a single ball in the nine pitches, and oh, therefore yeah, yeah. that would have been an immaculate inning. Did did, did they get that wrong on, in the box score? Because that's what I had. But Everything I didn't see anybody happened. tweet that out, which I think somebody would have. So, Considering that I, that I arrived after, I mean, the game had already started, I was playing catch-up <laughs> all game long. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's true or not. I don't remember anybody, like, doing anything against him. So he could have very, very well not thrown one ball. I just didn't notice it. So you're uh you had a you had a uh you had a uh, quiet easy drive out there you're you're not telling us is is that what happened? I mean, I definitely had a quiet easy drive. It's just when I pulled in at 107 yeah. the, the parking lot was full and guess and of course when you're running late something has to happen, right? Yes, so I'm pulling in to the to the Padres lot and there's some construction going on in the lot, and there's this huge semi that needs to back into the, Hop, the see, lot. Tony so, backing in again. There we go, <laughs> backing in. It cost you so, today. 
So I had to wait, like, on the street for about five minutes. And then I get in there. The officer wasn't trying to let me in at first. I was like, I'm, I'm doing the broadcast. I'm little, running a little late. Right. So I get in there. I run in there. And normally I park on the outside of the gate, and you walk into the stadium. Today I was like, I don't have time to park. find parking out here. I'm going to try to – See if I, they'll let me park. My man let me park into the right next to the stadium. I run up. Oh, nice. Jesse's, Jesse's already, you know, mid-talk. Mid I think the second or maybe. No, the bases were loaded when I got up there, actually. And then so from that point on, I was playing catch-up the rest of the day trying to figure it out. Here, here's People the funny parking part of, in, of, backing in, here's a, backing in. Here's that's a, what it, that's here's the, a funny, the, the theme of this. Go ahead, Sam. A, a, a funny part of this is two things. Number one. I hadn't thought about how there's construction in that parking lot. I keep seeing it, right? But I hadn't thought about how that would minimize the amount of parking. I will say, though, on my walk from uh, from the Padres building to the field, I heard somebody say the parking was crazy today. It's and my nuts. first thought, because I knew, I knew you weren't there yet, my first thought was, oh, man, Tony. I was like, I, this, I, this, may I, not, this may not be good. But and you, you and because, it, it's because, it was, <laughs> because it was the first spring training game, no one left. Or, like, usually there's guys who have day, days off. So right. when everybody else has already done parking, guys, there will be some parking spots in the players' area that they usually park because they've left for the day. But everybody stayed for the day, so nobody left. And there was no parking, so I, I had to I had to figure it out. I did though. You made it. Uh, let's check. Speaking of uh, no parking, let's check a quick uh, look at traffic here to help everybody get home, and then we'll finish up the program. From the ninety-seven-three, the Fan Traffic Center. Here's Kelly Davick. Got a couple things wrapping up our afternoon drive. Collision on southbound 15, right around Adams Avenue. It's in the center divide. And, oh, no, South 805 past Mesa College. Collision involving a couple vehicles. One's in the center divide, but the other one is in the second lane from the left. That's South 805 past Mesa College. I'm Kelly Danik with Gwyn and Chris, San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Adam Klug just earned MVP honors for the show just at the last minute here. Uh, reminded me that we've got to give away a couple of tickets to a Padre Spring Training game. We had talked about that MVP. earlier. MVP. And, MVP. Uh, yeah, thank you, Adam. MVP. Well done on that. Um, so I'm going to give you a trivia question. Don't start dialing in until you get the question because Adam's not going to pick up the, uh, the calls. So uh, you need to hear the question first, but uh, the first person who gets it right will uh, – get a couple of Padres spring training tickets and also qualify for a chance to go to Peoria, uh, the sports complex there, grand pl uh, prize flyaway trip for two. That includes spring training tickets, a Southwest gift card, and a one-night hotel stay, all made possible by the Peoria Sports Complex. Visit PeoriaBaseball.com. Uh, so here's that question. Should I ask it now, Adam, or should I? Okay, uh, here we go uh, for the uh, – Padre Spring training tickets. Who is the all-time leader in wins for the uh, San Diego Padres? Who's the all-time leader in wins as a pitcher for the San Diego Padres? If you name that, I hope so. yeah, right. That's uh, first person with the correct answer will uh, win the Padre tickets. I'm giving Adam the answer in case he doesn't know it already. He doesn't. Do you see it, Adam? There. He he's from the ATL. He doesn't know. That. He, doesn't he doesn't know these things. Here, Adam. It's right here. Nah. I wrote it on the... Oh, he's got it now. He got it now. Okay. All right. LeBron James sits out tonight, Tony Gwynn Jr. I know that makes you happy as the uh, NBA season goes kicks into the second half. 
No, it's not my favorite. But I know. I, you know, it's not your favorite. Back, it's the it's the front end of a back to back. Ah. I, guess, I hear he's going to play tomorrow. So okay. Uh, so he's the guy to name. So <laughs> I love the NBA. He's he's out with an ankle injury tonight. An ankle injury they know will be healed by tomorrow. That's always hey, comical. It's the, it, it is the it is the the new era of medicine. They can predict these things. They can predict these things. Well, <laughs> well stated, well stated. A couple of other news items um, around today. The uh, Miami Marlins added Tim Anderson, one year contract. I like contract. this signing. Not a I'd bad like move. Sign. They didn't really it's... have a. They had John Birdie playing shortstop. Yeah. And now, I mean, Anderson's a two eighty two career hitter. Has hit over three hundred a few times. Not bad. I think, I, I think with Skip over there, especially, I, I really like the signing. He, he's, I think he's the right type of manager for, for Tim at this point. Yeah, Anderson, uh, yeah. go ahead. I was going to say who, who, who was trying to – because to me, there's no reason why a guy like him should have been a free agent this long. The only thing I can think of is some of the off-the-field issues, um, his personal life that have kind of bled over um, – as to why a team wouldn't want that guy, like he's as you said, he's a two eighty five hitter. He he's when he's when he's right, he is consistently at the top end of batting average year in and year out. Yeah, last year he was you, not. Go ahead, Sammy. You yes. want to know what his batting averages have been before last year? Yeah, because last year was an awful year. Three thirty five. Going back to twenty nineteen, three thirty five, three twenty two, three oh nine. 301. Yeah. I mean, last year was I mean, just an aberration as the way he, I look at it. He should have been signed way earlier. Yeah. yeah way, that's, way earlier. That's, 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 the only thing I could, that's the only thing I can think of of why you wouldn't have – he wouldn't. you wouldn't want a guy in, the, in your life. He's he's as improved as a shortstop defensively as well. So I, I think this is a great signing for a team that snuck into the playoffs last year. Uh, this isn't. This is not a bad signing at all. Tim Anderson's a leader on the field too. Whether you whether you like him as a leader or don't like him, he is a leader. I mean, he's he's yeah. uh, he's vocal out there, and uh, you know he, he he sticks up for his guys. He was on the short yeah. end of that Jose Ramirez yeah, punch he, last year, he but was. that's you know. Hey, Everybody can anybody, get caught with their guard down exactly, once in a while. Exactly. <laughs> anybody can get caught with a shot. Yeah, he got caught with a shot. But you're right. I mean, last year he had the – the only thing – his OPS last year was 582, which was the lowest of every player that qualified in the entire Major League Baseball. Yeah. So basically he was the worst hitter in the league last year. But – He's not the worst hitter in baseball. He just isn't. I mean, if you look at him consistently, as Sammy said, through his career, he's always been really, really good, normally over 800 OPS. I'm willing to bet that some of the the personal issues he was dealing with last year had a lot to do with the drop-off in production. And not to mention, uh, being in in that clubhouse, that Chicago White Sox team last year, Yeah. Didn't seem like it was definitely conducive for anybody, especially if you had no. something else going on personally. Right. Adam, who won the uh, prize? Did we get a winner yet? Yes, sir. John Perez. John got in nice there. Nice job, John. Way to go, John. The answer was Eric Shaw, the only Padre pitcher ever to win 100 games. He won exactly 100. Yes, he did. For the Padres. Uh, rest in peace, Eric Shaw, by the way. All right, guys, go enjoy your evening out. I'm sure you guys got a big night lined up in Peoria. We'll just uh, <laughs> oh, sit here and take it, oh, take it easy do. in San Diego. 
And uh, we'll catch up to everybody tomorrow at 2 o'clock. Thanks for joining us for Scraby, for Tony, and uh, thanks to Sammy Levitt and Adam Klug, Chris Ello. Have a good rest of your Thursday evening, everyone. Bye-bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.